Hi, this is Dave of the Fatalist Podcast, and on tonight's episode of Pilot Preview that Wayne and I recorded back in August of 2012, we take a look at The Vampire Diaries, the CW Network show that debuted on September 10th, 2009, and is currently in its fourth season and has been renewed for a fifth. So sit back, enjoy the discussion. We'll see you next time. And, you know, this week's uh, foray into the supernatural TV world for Wayne and myself in terms of improving our supernatural street cred a little bit. Uh, yeah, I don't know if I would say it's improved after well, this. Well, I'll tell you now, now, you guys, if you've been listening, you know, we, we took a look at the pilot for Supernatural and and while we both really gave it high marks, admittedly, I've, I've stopped after the pilot. Wayne? Um, on episode 10 or 11, I think. I don't even know. But it's that, that show's awesome. Yeah. And, you know, for me, it's just a little bit too daunting at this point. And, and you know, I'm sure I'll get to it at some point. But uh, this week, we took a look at the Vampire Diaries pilot episode, which uh, airs on the CW Network. And the pilot aired on September 10th, 2009. Yeah. So, what'd you think? I mean, okay, so I watched like the first five minutes. Like it's the first time I sat down to watch it. I only was able to sit down for like five, ten minutes. So I saw basically the opening uh, sequence, which was really cool. It was, you know, this. I mean, not cool as in people died, but it was very well done, very compelling, pretty scary. Um, you know, a couple driving down the road. Uh, the guy says, I love you, at which point, you know, he's probably going to die. If not, both of them are going to die. And that's what happens exactly. So, and then to bam, you know, cuts to that's it. And we're like, whoa, you know. Um, but I'm not so sure the rest of it played out to the promise that those first uh, couple minutes showed. To me, I, I guess, I, I know that this was post Twilight, right? It just seemed too much like Twilight, you know, the whole concept, the whole she's too much like Bella, the, the dude's too much like Edward, that's even coming into school and. All this. I guess I'm just vampired out, I guess yeah. would be the... Well, it did pull in the most viewers of any premiere since the CW started in 2006. And, you know, it's been renewed for a fourth season, so it's been doing well. But, you know, I, I certainly agree with what you said, right? Small town in Virginia, most of the action centers, centers around a group of high school students doing... And I know, you know, you talk all the time about cliches as plot devices and doing... You know, I guess they're cliched high school things. I'm, you know, I don't know what your experience is with, uh, you know, high school, but uh, we see this a lot. Well, um, like movie, I like, I mean, it's not have doesn't bear any reality at all to an actual high school. You know, like you're the, like the teacher is such a jerk, man. Like you know, like okay, everyone has a teacher who's a jerk, but not someone who's like really that outwardly like going around like, oh, you know, nice, you're. Terrible, stupid student, you know, basically putting down every kid right to their face, right in front of the whole class. It's like, this guy's just not professional. And then, you know, the students themselves, uh, the the kids, uh, you know, play, it sounds more like a teen movie than you don't really, I, I didn't really buy these kids as as real life teenagers, except for maybe the girl, Elena, right? She She seemed kind of, like a real person almost, but almost everyone else was uh, just some shade of a, 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 you know, high school stereotype. Now, I don't know how to say this next thing without, you know, putting my man card in jeopardy, but... uh, Just put it on the table in case I need to take it. um, Yeah, well, watching uh, the second Twilight movie the other day... Uh, uh, Oh, good. All right, (laughs) hand it over. Hand uh, it over. Yeah. (laughs) 
but uh, all right. Anyway, so we've got a, a brother and sister recovering from the loss of their parents in a car accident. Sister doing better. Brother's a mess. You know, kind of again. And I like this format because I liked it in Supernatural. You know, with the one brother seemed to really be getting on with his life, and the other, you know, of course, we learned by the end of the episode, you know, what the real deal is. Right. But but you know, I, I like that setup. Okay. Um, well, you got to have like the one kid that's kind of handling it and the one that's that's not so they, they they're foils and right they play off of each other and you know then the the uh the one who who's handling it appears to be someone who can just handle stuff in general is a more level stable person a, a, a better hero or heroine in this case so we've got the uh the new dreamy boy arrives for his first day of school but forced to use the Jedi mind trick to convince the registrar to let him register. Yeah, I love that. Um, now, where have we seen this before? Oh, um, no, he's a vampire. Yeah. <laughs> okay. And he likes the, the, the registrar. Is like, you think like maybe like 10 minutes later, she'd be like, hey, wait a second. Well, he's still, wait, where the, that kid was in here and the paperwork still isn't in. I seem to remember feeling weird for about 10 minutes, but yeah. uh, this kid still needs his birth certificate. And I'm shocked. He likes the human girl. Yes, of course. Well, and the, the, the only like dark haired goth human girl, right? Stefan Salvatore. Stefan Salvatore. Really? Salvatore. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, there's, now, there's so many people with that name in Virginia, you know. Okay. Just, now, now, the one thing that, you know, to, in all seriousness, um, I think one of the things, you know, we, we've seen vampires portrayed throughout literature as, as you know, really being highly intelligent. And, and, I think that gets reinforced here as it does in Twilight and that it's good to know that vampires use Macintosh computers <laughs> because, you know, I mean, clearly they're smart and that just, you know, reinforces my confidence that they are because I know Bella, you know, has her MacBook Pro and, uh, you know, this guy had an iMac as well. Yeah, so. and this whole thing with vampires that eat like cows and squirrels and stuff, it's just all right, listen, the vampire is supposed to be a threatening character. The vampire is a mix of like sexuality and sensuality and danger and everything. And that's what makes a vampire cool. If you take the danger element out of there, then you got these like little wussy vampires like Edward and, and, and Stefan. Sorry, Stefan. Sorry, writers, but that's, that's the case. Without the danger there, and like, oh, well, he sees blood on her ankle and he freaks out a little bit and he runs away. Well, no, if you want to make a realistic vampire, he sees the blood, he goes, bites her in the neck, makes her a vampire, and they, they go off hunting and killing people and, and stuff like that. And, you know, that's, that's what a vampire should be like. But now they've made these kind of like these cuddly cute cuddly vampires you know they're like oh they're he's a cute vampire he's you get him, bring him home and show him the mom and dad you know like that's the whole twilight thing where the whole point is this this girl wants to become a vampire like this like the whole series is is you, 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 from what i've heard, what I heard. <laughs> okay see now like like your wife my my wife uh doesn't listen to the podcast at all, and uh, but she has become fascinated with the whole Robert Pattinson, uh, Kristen Stewart fiasco. So uh, yeah. you know, it kind of renewed her interest. We both saw the uh, first Twilight movie, uh, you know, a while ago. So uh, you know, we we te- it, I happened to have it TiVo'd for you know months ago. So we started taking a look of look at it. Of course, she fell asleep, but there was that scene in there where the uh, the English teacher, uh, you know, comes, you know. Mr. Uh, Mr. Cullen, what, you know, repeat the lines. Okay, it's like, I don't care. I, I, I don't, the smartest kid in the class isn't going to be able to repeat the, yeah. 
Of course. Well, he, well, that's like the the history teacher in this one. It's like, well, how many people, you know, died at the the Battle of Mystic Falls? And it's like, seriously? Yeah. Like, you know, and like he gets mad that the kids don't know this. I'm like, why would you expect? Why would why would they know that anyway? Right. Ever? Now, you know, I, I kind of okay. Cliche. They meet in the graveyard. Elena hurts her leg, and you know she notices him. Uh, you know, I guess looking at her leg and the blood and, you know, that line, blood makes you squeamish, uh, something like that. And, and, you know, it's like you said, I mean, the vampire should be, and look, uh, admittedly, we're guys. So we're coming <laughs> right. at this whole vampire thing from a different, uh, a different place and that, you know, okay, we get, you know, the appeal here, uh, you know, for this show is probably, you know, 15 to, you know, I'm afraid to put a number, but- to 16. Yeah, uh, year old girls, but uh, you know, in in terms of the the actors, I mean, the lead female Nina Dobrov, I believe, is her name. Uh, yeah, she wasn't too bad, and she's cute, and you know, I mean, for that, no, role, the acting was 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 good. You know, yeah. like, I'm not, I can't fault the actors one bit, right? And, and like you mentioned already, you know, very Edward like uh, male lead, Paul Wesley. Um, you know, we've got the kind of cliched character for just about every high school movie has the the damaged drug or sex or both girl who gets, you know, gets attacked and, you know, you, you knew she was going to get it the minute you met her, you know, right. you meant that she was kind of promiscuous apparently. So that she's like, she's going to be a victim. Definitely. Probably before this episode's out and, and look what happened. Yes. She was a victim. So, you know, Ian Somerhalder, uh, you know, he, he, again, most people know him from Lost. And, and I got to say, he was the first major character to die in Lost. And, you know, while it was somewhat surprising at the time, I wasn't all that broken up about uh, his death. Yeah, no, well, there, there were plenty of, of women across the country who were very distraught when, when Boone bought it. Uh, uh, but a lot, as you, as you say, again, from the guy bias, like, like the, the, we, if, if someone's got to go, it's got to be the pretty boy, right? Yeah, and, you know, I will say in this so far, I mean, he's kind of cool. He's, he's pretty bad. And, uh, you know, so far, he'd be okay. Well, see, there you go. Because who is the only really cool character in this? Damon, right? Well, right. why? Because he's the dangerous vampire, right. right? He's not this little, oh, I'm going to go and eat some cow's blood type vampire. He's the traditional dangerous vampire. That's what the vamp the vampire represents things deep inside our subconscious, right? It, it, it represents some very primal fears that we have. And if the vampire doesn't like biting people in the neck, then that it goes away. He's not a vampire anymore. He's just, he's a, a cow sucker. He's, he's Basically, a really hardcore beef eater. Now, what I can tell you is the the thirty eighth annual uh, Saturn Awards, which uh, you know um, focus on science fiction, uh, supernatural uh, horror, uh, in turn in the category best youth oriented series on television, being human. Which you know, I'm vaguely, I believe that might even be vampires again. Well, is that that's the one with there's like a vampire, a werewolf, and a ghost. That, okay, isn't right. that it? I think yeah, I believe I think it is. It. Uh, Doctor Who, Nine Lives of Chloe King, never heard what? of it, ABC Family, nah. okay. Uh, Secret Circle, which is on the CW, uh, Teen Wolf on MTV, and Vampire Diaries on uh, the CW. Uh, Teen Wolf 1, 
Um, never seen. I've never seen anything on this list other than. I love Doctor that the Who. movie though with uh, Michael J. Fox. I was well, good point. But uh, <laughs> on, on the strength of that, right now I will say that uh, it doesn't look like any of the uh, the actors were nominated from um, from that show. But uh, now, look, I'm not a big vampire fan anyway. But you know, I'm with you in that. If I'm going to watch vampires, I want them to be scary. Um, this seems to be aimed at young women, so I, I really can't see picking this show up. And, and I can pretty much say with confidence I'm probably not going to watch another episode of The Vampire Diaries unless a female actress that I love is making a guest appearance. And even then <laughs> – okay, do you know who Olivia Munn is? The, that sounds familiar. The, there was a show on uh, G4, which uh, my cable uh, system ended up losing – but it was a show called Attack of the Show, and they, 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 they basically dealt with pop culture. You know, they would they would have um, you know J.J. Abrams on for an interview before you know Mission Impossible or Fringe. Uh, they would you know review the latest uh, you know cell phone, uh, the latest smartphone. What it just anyway? She was one of the uh, hosts. She was the female host, and. Uh, yeah, it's pretty hot. So <laughs> now I'm a. There, there are no huger. Olivia Munn fans. And when she left Attack of the Show to do the sitcom Perfect Couples, I was pretty excited. It was unwatchable. Yeah. I saw the pilot. I, e- even I, with her, you I, just... I couldn't get through the pilot. And and honestly, I never saw anything other than the pilot. Um, right. Well, if the pilot's bad, then you can't really, so, you know, it's, you know, just, it's not going to go up from there. And, and I certainly don't, you know, I, I don't think the Vampire Diaries pirate was, you know, in that league because, you know, it was good for what it was. No, yeah, it was, not, it was, a, it was a well-made episode no question about it um, i said the the acting was was pretty good they're uh, attractive people right. there is this backstory where uh elena looks just like this woman catherine from 1860s who apparently either one or two of these brothers was in love with and maybe that's why there is some split where the brother damon says you know i i've vowed to you know like make your life miserable basically for all eternity um so something happened between these two brothers that uh that you know damon's very upset with him and and they obviously have no really there's not a lot a love any love lost between these two and so there's some compelling elements there some overarching mythology and mystery that's involved there this guy who's again like edward cullen has been alive since the beginning of time or whatever you know well now i guess almost 200 years or whatever um but uh you know unfortunately you know when you just have like a bunch of teenagers it's, it's geared towards teenagers so you know it's it's the fact that i didn't really care for it should in no way detract from the show's appeal because it's it's not trying to appeal to me right and to be honest if i had a teenage daughter who was watching the show i would probably sit down and watch it with her assuming she allowed me to yeah um, which she probably wouldn't which she probably wouldn't but uh all right now uh 